it's season two with an all new episode of The Wrestling Show. Tonight, a very, very cynical review of uh, a week past of wrestling, starting with the Monopoly. It's representing the corporation. It's AEW starting with Dynamite moving to Rampage. Next, we move on to the other corporation. It's the WWE Universe, starting with NXT 2.0. Moving on to Raw. Next, we move on to SmackDown. And finally, the greatest of wrestling has to offer. It's NXT UK. Webo. Webo. Welcome to the channel. I'm your forever very cynical host, Lip, aka Tetsumega, and I gotta tell you very much so that I love the wrestling. I love watching it, I love criticizing it, and I love talking about it. There ain't no two ways about that. And criticizing, I do like criticizing, because there's two types of wrestling, and I, I criticize the most of were the, uh, the uh, wrestling what, stunt shows, which is uh, presented, mostly presented in the AEW brand, and uh, Impact, and uh, AAA, well, everything but NXT UK. But we start off with the AEW Dynamite. This starts big with the uh, the new champion uh, being showcased. Um, the Dark Orders. Uh, John Silver comes into the ring with Dark Order, talking about and bringing out Adam Page, and not usually. Uh, I remember Dark Order was started off by Evil Uno and uh, Stu Grayson. They were they were Dark Order. Period. Started with two people. Now, it's become more than just those two. And Adam Page, who's in and out more times than I can remember. Actually, he's been out two times. He's back three times. So, remember, Dark Order's got no leader. Adam Page is the leader, and he's the champion. And he's talking about Dan Brian Danielson. You know, and Brian Danielson comes to the ring and talking back to... Hangman Adam Page and talk about his match lengths and match lengths and whatnot, you know. But it comes down uh, the crowd's very uh, uh, what's that uh, fickle, I would say. I think it's fickle. So uh, yeah, they now they turn on Daniel Bryan pretty fast. Uh, so Daniel Bryan putting himself putting putting it on himself to take on the Dark Order to take out uh, Hangman Adam Page. So they have a little scuffle. Dark Order keeps them apart, which leads us into the first match. It is uh, Evil Uno versus Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson. Very interesting match, very fun match. Uh, but a match that turns into a Bryan Danielson win. He turns on the old, uh, I believe, a triangle he throws onto... Uh, Evil Uno, and before you know it, he's tapping. He, I don't even think he gets to move on before he's tapping. It was indeed a fast tap. So before this dust even settles, Brian Danielson is very upset over the Dark Order, and uh, 
Hangman thinking, I guess uh, he's thinking the, the Dark Order's hiding Hangman Adam Page for some reason. So he's willing to take out the Dark Order to get to Hangman. And thus begins, or it already has begun. Thus already has begun the trials, or should I say the labors of Daniel Brian Danielson, unlike the labors of Jericho or the labors of Hercules, is now the new labors of Daniel of Brian Danielson. So he's putting out this first official challenge in Chicago. It is uh, Thanksgiving Dynamite versus Colt Cabana. Brian Danielson versus Colt Cabana. Colt hasn't really been fighting much at all. But it might seem still part of Dark Order, not forgotten about. He's not the leader like I hoped he th think he was hoping to be. Like, uh, I'll be the de facto leader. I'll be the new uh, world champion. Nope. Yeah, to go outside, get someone new, like uh, Hangman. So this brings us into our uh, first match. Actually, our second match. It's the tag team match, our first tag team match. This is uh, the Hardy family office. Um, representing them is the uh, Butcher and Blade. Accompanying them is, as a matter of fact, is Matt Hardy with the bunny. And they are against the best friends, Orange Cassidy. And Orange Cassidy's with his new friend from New Japan. New friend from New Japan. It's uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii. Tomohiro Ishii. And uh, with the new, uh, best friends, they've got their friends, uh, Wheeler Utah, Chuck Taylor, and Rocky Romero. New best friend, Rocky Romero. So as you probably would know that, uh, you know, uh, Tomohiro Ishii is the new one, and uh, he's being pushed more. He's no, no, he's not a nobody, so they're going to win. So with the big old mesh, uh, it's actually the finishing move. It's basically a suplex, or brain buster, but it looks like a suplex. Um, so they win. Uh, yes. So moving on to our great corporate champion. For the women's side, the corporate uh, Turner Broadcast Systems uh, Championship belt. So we have the quarterfinals happening. It is Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. Now, they've had many fights before. One time, actually, uh, Nyla Rose was the world champion, women's champion. He defended it against uh, Hikaru Shida. Or Hikaru became the champion for the first time and she held it for quite a while so now again they fight for the chance not for the belt but for the chance to get the corporate championship the uh, turner broadcasting system who's going to win according to vicky guerrero it would be uh, nyla rose nyla uh, vicky guerrero earlier on in the match uh, used a kendo stick on uh, you know uh, hikaru's neck of course, the ref had to turn it back <coughs> on the action. But later on, uh, the fight went to the outside. Where uh, was there's a mighty surprise. Uh, Myla Rose rolled in, told the ref to join her. Where uh, Serena Deeb comes in from the crowd, from all places. And chop blocks from hell. Gives a chop block you'll never believe. To Hikurushita's knee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you think... Uh, uh, she'd roll in a match the end like that. But no, it, it goes on for another couple minutes. But uh, 
Nyla Rose throws on the stretch muffler. Not a quite a finisher move. Not a quite a finisher. But in this case, because of Serena Deeb, it was enough for Nyla Rose to get the victory and to move on. Now, Nyla Rose's next opponent will be either Chris Statlander or uh, Ruby Soho. I'm assuming this is going to be against Ruby Soho. After all, you know, she's probably going to be winning the tournament. So next up, we've got uh, the, what's his name, uh, the Pinnacle. That's right. Maxwell Jacob Freeman coming into the ring. Talk about how he should be the number one man there. He should be going after Adam Page. So he's calling Adam Page. But instead of Adam Page coming out, it's CM Punk coming out instead of Page. Going to the ring, interrupting. You know. Maxwell Jacob Freeman coming to the ring. Maxwell offering his hand. CM Punk offering no speech. No hand either. Walking in. Walking out with a smirk. This gets, uh, of course, this only feeds uh, MJF's ego. And uh, this, I can believe... This is going to be great for both. It starts off really ominous, very slow, very slow, like CM Punk's, where it starts off slow, and there's going to be a build-up, obviously. So I like to see where this is going. This is going to be good. CM Punk, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. This is the only betterment of Max. His skills better. After all, who else does he have? Moving on. Moving on. We had uh, the uh, tag team match coming up. Dante Martin and second match of Leo Rush. In a tag team match, of course. And this is no ordinary tag team match. It's against the acclaimed Max Caster, finally getting in the ring. Getting in that ring with his tag team partner, Anthony Bowens. Now, this was one of those funny things uh, where, one, we got uh, Anthony Bowens in the ring with the eye injury saying, Hey, ref, over here. Come quickly. Just come over here. We're going to cheat soon. And then, you know... Um, Dante Martin goes to ring and Max Caster gets a couple of good shots on him. But that was earlier on, but it tends to be a, is, you know, it was a basically an all, it was a fun match. It was a fun, fun time. That's all I can say about this match. Um, people come and go on, tag, they don't tag, they wrestle, a lot of wrestling, a lot of tags, no tags. Um, but in the end, it is Dante Martin. And uh, Leo Rush with the finisher. Leo Rush finishes the match off. But winning in the wings when this is all done. Remember last week, it was Team Taz trying to get Mac, uh, Dante Martin part of their team. You know, it's uh, um, Hobbs, Powerhouse Hobbs with a little uh, extra incentive for him to join Team Taz. Now this week, even Taz is out there insisting and don't worry about it though. Another week. You just sleep on it. We won't attack you. I don't know where that's going. But we had, uh, what's that? Uh, the Super Click. The Super Click. Uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish challenging the, uh, what's that? Luchas, Luchasaurus, Lucha Express uh, to a match where they accepted for a rampage coming up soon. But we have our main event match. This is for. The, uh, the corporate championship on the men's side. It is Sammy Guevara, our corporate champion, versus the newcomer, Jay Lethal. This was a really good match. It was lots of fun, for sure. Um, big moves, big match. Two knows who could win, but Sammy Guevara is going to win this match, clearly. You know, they're not going to give it to Jay Lethal right away. 
Besides, I don't think he wants to be represent a corporation, really, when it comes down to it. But it was uh, Sammy Guevara with the big victory. Uh, the GTH on, on uh, Day Lethal. And in the end, it was uh, his friend, uh, Chris Jericho, Pride and, you know, uh, Ortiz and Santana comes in to celebrate, not just with Sammy Guevara, but with new, newly acquired. Um, Day Lethal also celebrates with them. Next up, we move on to the AEW Rampage. Now, AEW Rampage, this one here first, certainly solidifies the notion that uh, AEW is like uh, watching superheroes fight. Like Marvel's superheroes fight. You know? Uh, go through some serious punishment, but really nothing happens. And this is the main example of that. Uh, it is uh, Darby Allen versus the Gun Club's Billy Gunn. Now, Darby Allen was throttled. This they have a, Darby Allen looks like a child compared to Billy Gunn. You know, they're diff two different, totally different weight classes. And Billy Gunn was throttling, just absolutely smashing up uh, Darby Allen. But this is uh, this is AEW. You know, so it was uh, Billy Gunn. He got into uh, he had so much time in the sands. He actually got face to face with Sting. He was out there. But like all AEW matches, all of a sudden that hurt, that the, the, the drama Darby Allen was going through, all of a sudden he forgot all about that. Forgot all about that. From near death to completely crushing it. Gained uh, two coffin drops on uh, Billy Gunn with a big win over the uh, gun club. Billy Gunn, Darby Allen with a big win over him, you know. But it's uh, Billy Gunn's uh, little boys. Uh, you know, uh, Colton and uh, Austin Gunn coming in to help beat up, uh, you know, Sting and Darby Allen for the moral victory at least. Where that's going, I don't know. The gun clubs in and out, they do things every now and then. Not too much. But we move on now to the corporate championship for the women's. Who's going to win? This time it's uh, Jade Cargill versus Red Velvet. Now, I would think, because I always called Red Velvet a Rhodes, so I would have thought this would be a Red Velvet match carry on to the next level. But uh, Jade Cargill, she starts, she is, she's like 100 pounds more than uh, Red Velvet. So, literally, like uh, Darby Allen and uh, Billy Gunn, I thought this was going to go that way. You know, the smaller guy was going to win, or the smaller girl in this way. But uh, Jade Cargill was crushing, was squashing in the first half of the match. And then... You know, uh, Red Velvet got start winning. She's got turned it around, and turned it around big. She did. It was really weird watching uh, Jade Cargill get beaten up by the Velvet. Uh, you know, Red Velvet. But in the end, Jade Cargill got the big win. Got the big win over uh, Red Velvet. Moving on, um, her next match might be against. Uh, Ruby Soho or Christine Chris Statlander. I'm assuming it's going to be Red uh, um, Ruby Soho versus uh, Nyla Rose next. So we end up with our main event match, and our main event match it just so happens to be uh, the Super Click representing the Super Click is Adam Cole, baby, and his best friend he just brought in from NXT is uh, Bobby Fish versus. The Lucha uh, Jurassic Express is uh, 
Luchasaurus, and uh, uh, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, although not going by Jack Perry anymore. So this was a really funny match, a funny match. You know, clearly, uh, it, it was stretched, and every time they stretched, every time the uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish, you know, the Undisputed Era, were to win, or were to start uh, dominating, it, it was always against uh, Lucha, it was always against the Jungle Boy. Luchas, Luchasaurus comes in every now and then, beats everybody up, and then tags out, and then uh, fakes unconscious outside the ring. Very, very strange indeed. Very strange. But uh, near the end of the match, this is the end of the match, the big finale, is uh, we've got the Young Bucks come to the ring. You know, uh, Luchasaurus greeting them by the uh, entrance ramp. While not so far behind them was Christian Cage. Yes, that's right. He was wheeling a chair, like he's promised. Chasing them around the ring. While they're running around the ring, they gather themselves another wrestler. They gather Adam Cole joins the, the Benny Hill chase party. That leads them to back out to the ring, outside of the ring, uh, near the uh, um, entrance area. You know, Adam Cole and Young Bucks waiting there. While inside the ring was uh, Bobby Fish in the ring there with both. That's right, all, all three of the uh, Jurassic Express. Luchasaurus, and inside the ring was, uh, you know, uh, Jungle Boy, putting on a snare trap right away. As soon as uh, they all left, the match was pretty much over. It's like, yeah, we're done with the match. You know, it's a shame. You know, I remember, uh, you know, uh, Adam Cole, Adam Cole being one of the best wrestlers in the entire world. Now he's calling it in like this. Uh, just end the match like that. We're just Benny Hill it out of here. So Bobby Fish taking the snare trap and taking a loss. To Jungle Boy! Moving on to the WWE Universe, starting with NXT's 2.0, the new generation. That's right, the new generation starts off with the bang. The bang is with, uh, what's his name? Tony D'Angelo versus um, Dexter Loomis. Now this one here is a rivalry that's been going on against uh, now. I believe Tony D'Angelo is falling for uh, Indy Hartwell, giving her a fish. That's right, a fish. So this they have a match. They have a match. Let's carry on. They have got a match. So it seems like uh, Tony D'Angelo is uh, seems like he's got an uphill battle to climb, a serious uphill battle to climb with Dex Loomis. So just when all things might be lost, uh, you know, uh, Tony D'Angelo goes out the ring, pulls in the easel. That's right. Dex Loomis has brought in the easel of a picture with uh, Dex Loomis winning over Tony D'Angelo. So he throws an easel into the ring. The referee, no choice but to pick it up and to discard it. Now this is like the, a lot like the Darby Allen and the MJF match with the skateboard. Except uh, this time the referee... Just straight up turns around to toss out the the, uh, the easel, while in that time Tony Angel thumbs the eye of Dexter Loomis so hard so that it might have actually penetrated the brain. So and then throwing on what would seem like a version, a variation of the uh, crossroads, Dexter Loomis falls 
in terrible defeat to Tony D'Angelo. Now Tony D'Angelo rolls out the ring. He's done his job. Gets out of there. Hey, what you gonna do? So in comes in. In comes in. That's right. It's Carmelo Hayes. That's right. And uh, his friend, uh, Trick Williams, come in to uh, do a little bit more damage onto uh, Dex Loomis. They got his hand. They smash it up with the chair. And while they do that, after they do that, uh, in comes Johnny Gargano to the after-the-fact rescue. So there's no more damage done, but damage has been done. So Trick Williams and Carmella slide out, get out there. So then uh, Johnny Gargano puts on his promo on, John, on Carmelo Hayes, you know. And uh, who comes out? But Pete Dunne comes out. And he's upset too over the whole situation. So Carmelo Hayes, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, eventually it starts up with a triple threat match for the uh, North American Championship. That would be interesting to see. Triple threat match. Not necessary, but it'd be fun. Next up, we got ourselves uh, a meeting of sorts. It is uh, Born Again, Joe Gacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Him, he's uh, meeting with, uh, what's his name, uh, Uh, and Joe Casey, uh, Malcolm Bivens, team, uh, meet up with uh, Malcolm Bivens, apparently, to join Diamond Mine. But Malcolm's like, you can't, just can't come in and join the Diamond Mine. You gotta go through, uh, we got, there's a vetting process. We'll keep in touch. And speaking of Diamond Mine, they had a big match coming up, and that is a, uh, a six-man tag. It is, uh, the Creed Brothers and Roderick Strong versus Odyssey Jones and his new best friends, the with jacket time that's right jacket time is uh itchy manjiro and new friend that's right fellow countryman it is uh, uh koshida now this match was pretty good uh, it was pretty much dominated by the uh what's that uh diamond mine even though uh jacket time had some offense but pretty much it was diamond mine even with odyssey jones in there it was uh, Roderick Strong. He gives him the Olympic slam, going for the pin. But here's where it gets funny. You would think Diamond Mind would be the cheating team for they're the bad guys. But this time, no. It is uh, Ichimanjiro and uh, Koshida coming in. Distract, taken out. Um, that's right, I don't know how they did it. But they take out uh, the Creed Brothers from the apron. So they're now on the ground and injured somehow. Some, they're having taken a while getting up back up. So meantime, it is a three-on-one in Matt in the ring with Roderick Strong, Ichimanjiro, and uh, uh, Koshida double team. Roderick Strong there. I couldn't believe it. And then Aussie Jones finishes it off, and with the big win, Aussie Jones and uh, Jacket Time, big cheetahs, and they don't care. We cheat, and we people love us, and that's weird. The good guys who cheat. Hmm. What do you think about that, AEW? Well, speaking of uh, taking time off, even though we didn't, MSK, after losing the belt, they're on a, a personal uh, voyage of finding themselves. So now they're off on a personal mission, getting into personal space, trying to find something bigger than themselves, something, uh, some finding greatness. I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, they have not been fighting. They've been doing some vignettes very strange vignettes where they hug each other very inappropriately 
not really inappropriately, but nevertheless. So we've got a match coming up, a big match. This uh, Chase, Andre Chase, I would believe representing best, representing the new generation of the NXT. So Andre Chase versus Zion Quinn. Now Zion Quinn, he is uh, showing some greatness in the ring. He's uh, done some stuff with, uh, you know, uh, Robert Stone. Um, and uh, last time he met up with, uh, I believe, uh, Electro Lopez. You know, so I did this, uh, had some chemistry in the ring. So now it's, I would thought, Zion Quinn would just uh, demolish uh, Andre Chase in that ring. But to my surprise, Andre Chase was no pushover. Andre Chase put up a good fight. He almost ended uh, Zion Quinn a few times outside the ring, did some damage out there. Did some good work on Zion Quinn. But in the end, it was Zion Quinn that put out uh, Andre Chase. It would, would appear to be a jackhammer. But before Zion Quinn can really celebrate his victory. That's right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is. That's right. Raul Mendoza and uh, Joaquin Wilde pull. Zion Quinn out of the ring to give him a good beating. And to join him with the beatdown is their leader. It's uh, Santos Escobar. Comes and beat him up. So they have a good old-fashioned uh, Los Santos uh, uh, Legado del Fantasma beatdown. Electro Lopez getting his face before they truly finish him off a little bit more. So next up, uh, now last week we had this uh, a poker thing on, on the side, you know. They had vignettes with uh, Duke Hudson trying to make, uh, trying to play. That's right, Cameron Grimes out of money. Trying to make Cameron Grimes look the fool. But Cameron Grimes stuck around the whole match and made uh, Duke Hudson look the fool. So this week, it was the, uh, the showdown, the poker showdown, uh, brought to you by Alicia Taylor. So this was in the ring. This is one hand, uh, one round, and like last time, it happened pretty quick too. Cameron Grimes, Duke, you've got played, my friend, again, you know. So Duke gets really upset, hopes, really upset for the whole situation, really. Not only does he put Cameron Grimes through a table, he gets, uh, gives Cameron Grimes a good old beatdown, but puts him through the table and gives him a haircut. Shaves his, cuts his beard down a little bit. No shaving. He didn't have a shaver. He had the regular scissors. He cuts his uh, ponytail. Cuts his hair a lot. Cuts his beard. You know what? This is maybe Kyman Grimes 2.0 or 3.0. New, new, new Kyman Grimes. So now, last week, uh, I saw, what's his name? You know, Von Wagner with uh, Adam Pierce in SmackDown. Thinking Von Wagner. Thinking Von Wagner would be joined the main roster very shortly, leaving Kyle O'Reilly by himself, and probably leaving the um, WWE for his friend with the, uh, you know, um, undisputed era, Kyle, uh, Bobby Fish, and uh, Adam Cole with this, you know, AEW. But to my surprise, there was a tag team match. It was Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. That's right, together. In cohesive, cohesive unit versus um, JBBJ. 
That's right. Uh, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, who are like uh, their own martial arts type thing, you know. They they like to drink and fight. Home motto. But uh, lurking in the back is uh, we got Imperium lurking in the back, seeing who's going to win. Because uh, you know what? That's a future tag team champions could be. Maybe. So Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly took control. Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Von Wagner with a weird under, double underhook slam. With a big win. Looks like uh, Kyle O'Reilly is going to be there for a while longer. Him with uh, big uh, Von Wagner. Very big guy. You know, you can see in the picture that I have how much larger Von Wagner is than everybody else. But by himself, Von Wagner looks like a normal person. Normal person. So next up, we've got ourselves a tag team match, or so to speak. It's a tag team match, theoretically. It was the way. Um, it was supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, Indy Hartwell. And, uh, what's her name? Uh, Persia Perota. Perota. It was supposed to be a tag team match against, uh, you know, but... Dex Loomis was just taken out a little bit. His hand is definitely crippled. So Percy is like selling uh, Indy. He's like, listen, Indy. The people were supposed to fight. They've never fought in a wrestling match in their entire life before. So I'll take care of it. You do look after Loomis. See if, see if uh, everything's okay. And sure enough, it's true. I could not find anything about these other two. Um, Persia was against Gabby Stevens and Nina Jenna Levy. And... It was true. Uh, Persia stacked them and smashed them and stacked them again. So it was a squash match, pretty much. Uh, Persia got good cheers from the crowd and with a big victory. Also, not, uh, you know, don't worry about that. It's okay. So we move on to uh, a in the ring promo, Tommaso Ciampa talking about the disrespect the new uh, generation has towards uh, the, other, the, new, the old generation, the old guard. You know, doesn't appreciate, you know, he doesn't appreciate any of it, uh, you know. So uh, we got uh, Braun Strowman, no, Braun Breaker coming out to challenge uh, Tommaso Ciampa again, you know, the new Braun Breaker, you know, after everything. So Tommaso leaves him in the ring, you know, leaves him like a chump, beat him, and uh, he basically. Yeah, he just leaves a ring, leaving Braun Breaker in there by himself. Which leads us to the main event. Long time coming, Raquel Gonzalez finally, when she gets her revenge on uh, Dakota Kai. Well, we'll soon find out. I mean, uh, Raquel Gonzalez is a much bigger wrestler. She's been dominating uh, through the match. But uh, Raquel, uh, but then, uh, uh, what's the name? Dakota Kai, she's a very intelligent wrestler. So she finds out to get uh, on top of things and how to turn things around. But before Dakota can really finish anything, you know, Raquel turns it around, but she gets attacked. She gets attacked by, uh, that's right, uh, Toxic Attraction comes in. All three of them beat down Raquel Gonzalez. And before we can know it, Cora Jade comes in the ring to try to attack Toxic Attraction. Um... So, after this, Cora Jade starts getting beaten up, and then uh, Io Shirai joins in with uh, Zoe Starks by her side. So we have uh, Io Shirai suggesting 
that uh, they go to war. That's right, war games. So that would be, I would assume, Toxic Attractions, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, um, JC Jane, and, that's right, honorary member right now, technically, Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez, Mortal Enemy. Um, Io Shirai, former tag team champion. And Cora Jade. And who will be the joining Cora Jade in the crew? I think maybe, hopefully, Zoe Starks will be uh, recovered enough. But as of now, no one knows who's going to join in with War Games. So, so then that ends uh, NXT. Coming up next, it's the flagship of the WWE. That is Raw. That's right. This is uh, Raw. And this Raw is the... Uh, the Road to Survivor Series. Yes, right. The Road to Survivor Series. And we start big. It's uh, with the Big E. Uh, he's looking at Roman Reigns, getting, looking to gain some revenge on what he's done to his brother, his brothers of uh, New Day. But he ends up calling out, that's right, the backstabber himself, the terrible person, Kevin Owens. So Kevin Owens comes out and uh, blames everything on Big E. And he talks about uh, uh, break bad. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is about to break bad on Big E. And before Big E can accept the break bad, Kevin Owens escapes, walks, leads uh, Big E out to the ramp, to the exit area, the entrance area, where Big E was uh, greeted by SmackDown's very own, the Usos, who start laying the beats down on Big E, bring him to the ring, laying some more beats, and then. Give him a warning. They tell this to, that's right, your friend, Co uh, you know, and there's a warning to your friends at New Day and, that's right, not just New Day, but they made a message to uh, RK Bro, apparently. A message to RK Bro as well. So while he does that, Riddle comes running into the ring trying to save the day on Big E. So that's when Sonya Deville comes in the ring comes to the ring area to start a match, a tag team match. And while she's doing that, she's getting totally cut off. It was hilarious. Seth Rollins comes to the ring, to the announcer's table. Commentator, commentary. Oh, it's a commentary. That's right. Seth Rollins on commentary. So it is, as a matter of fact, Jimmy and Jay Uso versus Big E and Riddle for a little bit until Seth Rollins gets interfering in a match and smashing up Riddle a little bit. And then this match, and then while little melee breaks suits, uh, um, Randy Orton comes to the ring to help out a little bit. And then this match quickly becomes from a tag team match to a triple threat or a six-man tag. And in this six-man tag, it was a uh, riddle. Randy Orton, RK Pro, and Big E versus the Usos, Jimmy J. Uso and Seth Rollins. And with little uh, miscommunications and interesting setups and whatnot it is uh, uh, Seth Rollins in the ring there with uh, Riddle where Riddle gets uh, knocked in the back of the head and a forearm to forefront of the head going down Seth Rollins with the big win over the team leaves all in one piece while the Usos want a little bit more redemption getting caught with the RKO from Seth Rollins this is uh, I believe it was uh, Jey Usos with the uh, and then 
getting beaten up a little bit by uh, Big E. Big E also gives them now Big E's turn to flip the tables around now to give the message to Roman Reigns. A little something, something what's going to tell this, give this a Roman Reigns something, something. And he gives him that big ending, which I don't think he's going to give to Roman Reigns, not anytime soon. But the message is sent. Now this leads us to our next big match. This is Bianca Belair versus Tamina Snuka. Now watching, which the, uh, now I guess uh, Dewdrop has some invested interest in seeing uh, with Bianca Belair lose. So watching back is uh, Dewdrop, watching what matches. This match is by far was fantastic. It was a great match. You know, could have gone both ways, either way. Tamina Snuka putting up a great match. Uh, but in the end, it was, as a matter of fact, the kiss of death by uh, Bianca Belair putting Tamina Snuka out. So Bianca with a big old victory. The big old victory by Bianca Belair. You know? Uh, so next up, we've got backstage is, uh, what's that? Kevin Owens and uh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor not enjoying Kevin Owens, not one bit. Not one bit enjoying him. Um, so I guess this is instead Seth Rollins uh, and uh, um, Finn Balor. It's uh, Finn Balor challenging Kevin Owens for later on. That should be interesting. But we've got Becky Lynch taking the ring, in-ring promotion, promo, against Charlotte. They, because it's uh, Crown Jewel, they're going to be fighting. No, champion versus champion. But didn't come to ring is instead of Charlotte, it's, uh, of course, it is, I would believe, the most beautiful woman in all of wrestling. Liv Morgan comes to the ring to challenge um, Becky Lynch. Now, it's sad thing is uh, Becky is it's just just next level Mike skills. So uh, it's to be really difficult for Liv Morgan to uh, defend for herself. But she, she did well. She verbal jousted really well with Becky Lynch. And in the end, Becky tried to take out um, Liv Morgan by beating her up. But Liv Morgan was faster and uh, took the ring. Took the ring, uh, which was fantastic. Uh, it's good to see Liv Morgan do something. Hopefully, maybe, she can see some gold in her future. So next up, we have uh, backstage. It's uh, some uh, advice time. It's Randy Orton giving advice to... Um, riddle on how to be a champion. Uh, you shouldn't, uh, Randy Orton say you should just stick your nose, take your nose out of your out of everybody else's business. You know, you get yourself hurt. You know, so if you want to be a champion, you got to stick champion business. But Riddle is a different guy. If his friends are getting uh, picked on, he's going to go help his friends regardless of him being beaten up himself. He's got morals. He's he's a good friend. But compared to Randy Orton, who's all business, and business comes before anything. So, speaking of business and friends, I'm not sure what that's got to do with this segment, but it is time for the Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis versus the Street Profits, uh, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. That's right. Big match. Uh, now, Otis, every time Otis is in the ring, he dominates. And Chad Gable is no pushover. He's no pushover at all. But he's no winner either. He doesn't win, but he doesn't... He did, puts up a good fight. But near the end, it's Angelo Dawkins and Otis taking a fight outside the ring. Otis tries to get uh, Spear, Angelo Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins throws him into the uh, barricades, wipes out the barricades, leading Angelo, leading uh, 
Montez Ford with uh, Chad Gable in the ring. Chad Gable goes for the high cross. Hits him with the high cross. Um, Montez Ford rolls through. Gets a pin on Chad uh, Gable. I thought uh, the American Alpha was going to win this match because Otis was in there. But it's Chad Gable who took the loss. Chad Gable loses again. And this time he takes down Otis with him. Okay, that uh, that's that. Next up we've got backstage. It is... Uh, Ray Mysterio calling out Adam Pierce on what his behavior is against uh, his son Dominic, putting Dominic against uh, you know uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Lashley in that brutal match where Dominic got creamed. So he's uh, questioning what kind of man um, you know uh, Adam uh, Adam Pierce's Adam Pierce answers by making a match. It's Bobby Lashley versus Rey Mysterio later on. But right now, we've got this really interesting setup for uh, a pair of matches. <clears throat> they come in as teams, I guess best friends. It is new tag team champions, a new tag team, which are really doing, they're really doing nothing with the tag team belts. You know, and this is for sure showing what they're not doing. It's uh, Nikki, Ash, Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley coming into the ring at once. And Queen Zelina um, and... My uh, Dame, I would I call her that because it's, you know it's Sir Kofi. It's uh, Dame Carmella and Queen Zelina together to start things off. It is a uh, Queen Zelina versus Nikki, almost a superhero in a singles match. Going back and forth, I'd say a very average match at best. You know, both having their kicks in, but with the code red, it is Zelina Vega with a big victory and unexpected, un very expected victory over uh, you know uh, Nikki who loses again, which is very unfortunate. Which leads us to the next match, Rhea Ripley versus Carmella. Carmella, with her freshly, uh, with its going out the ring, coming back with her, with her silicone mask, bejeweled, of course. She didn't quite get crushed. She had some moves in there, but she was, at the end of it, the day she was thrown around, and Rhea Ripley did get the big victory. And like it should, it's a one-on-one. -one. So will this be a tag team match soon, coming Maybe Zolina and uh, Carmella might be new tag team champions. What are they going to call themselves? The Royals. I am a new British Zolina the Brit. So now we got the match I've been waiting for. At least uh, until earlier today, I had no idea they were going to fight. But Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor. This was, I would say, the match of the night. Sure, the match of the night for sure. Um, starts off big. I would have thought Finn Balor would have won this. It, it uh, back and forth, but it came down to uh, Kevin Owens having a lot more in the tank than Finn Balor gave him credit for. So Finn Balor sets him up for the coup de grace to drop kick to the corner. Kevin Owens drops to the ground. Finn Balor goes to the top for the coup de grace, gets to the top. Uh, Kevin Owens knocks him off. He gets to his feet and knocks him off, sets him up for the stunner. The stunner is what he needs to win. Kevin Owens, victorious. Clean victory. Wonderful. Wonderful victory. Oh my god. Uh, Matt, uh, yeah, like I say, match of the night. Easy. So next up we got backstage jaw jacking. Uh, almost in AJ Styles talking about the Dirty Dogs. You know? And there, the Dirty Dogs talking once again about almost in AJ Styles. But now talking is cheap. Come down to fighting now. So usually AJ Styles starts these matches off in the ring, you know. 
one-on-one, -on -one, but this time it's uh, almost who takes the ring first. See what happens there. And like usual, it is what it happens. Almost crushes, squashes. So it's Robert Roode comes to him. Comes to him. Big, uh, big R. Uh, you know, uh, big, big B, big B, or big Bob goes in the ring. He gets absolutely owned by Omos. And then he's get tossed to uh, Dolph Ziggler. Your turn, Dolph Ziggler. Come in the ring. Dolph Ziggler comes in the ring. He gets absolutely owned. Now, this is what I find is great about uh, Omos and uh, AJ Styles, that they're still acting as one, you know, sent uh, master and student. Omos um, got a lot to learn still. And uh, a lot of respect. So AJ Styles demands the uh, pay, uh, tag back in. And uh, with the fly for a nominal forearm, knocks out Dolph Ziggler. And with the win, a cohesive unit is uh, AJ Styles and Omos. And hopefully they'll have another title run before they part ways and Omos goes through great things. So next up we've got our big match. The big, big match. I believe it is our main event match. Um, it's Rey Mysterio versus Bobby Lashley. Now, as Bobby was pretty much dominating this match until uh, Dominic pops on the ring, apron, distracting, um, you know, Bobby Lashley, which in turn, all of a sudden, uh, Rey Mysterio turns things around and gets pretty good. I couldn't believe how much offense Rey Mysterio put in there. Quite a lot of offense. They, they took it outside the ring. Now, this is one move, I think, is a this, uh, move that's disqualifiable, I would say, that's a good word, should be disqualified by doing. It's like Bobby Lashley gets you on top of his shoulders like a fireman's carry, and then rams your head into the ring post itself. Now, I would say that's uh, the equivalent of someone getting thrown like through a table, like someone getting slammed in, like through a table. That's like a disqualification, but thrown through, like on top of a table, like, or, you know, but thrown, like picked up and thrown through a table, that is like disqualification material right there. This was disqualification material right here. So in due time, Bobby Lashley dispatches the Rey Mysterio. And, uh, you know, and Adam Pierce looking in the back, is thinking, okay, now new announcement. Rey Mysterio can no longer be part of the Survivor Series team. He cannot fight. He is injured, according to what I see seen. So uh, coming in the ring is Austin Theory taking out both Mysterios and Adam Pierce promptly puts him in the match. Now a special shout out to uh, Sarah Schreiber as a backstage reporter of Raw. She's a bang up job, um, great reporter. She gets in there and uh, she lets the people do the talking. Very good work. Very good work. Okay, next up we go to the WWE's second brand SmackDown. Thank you very much. This is building up the Survivor Series as well. And we start off with uh, the Usos and Paul Heyman in the ring. With the crown and all the King stuff that they stole from Xavier Woods or King Woods. Um, you know, uh, Roman Reigns comes to the ring. Eventually. You know, he says he stole it because he could. So then, uh, dead all excited uh, Xavier Woods. King Woods comes to the area. They start smashing his, uh, destroying his cape, smashing his scepter. And when it got to the crown, Xavier Woods came to the ring where he got his butt kicked. Then the crown smashed in front of his face and his butt kicked some more. 
where later on, he'd, uh, after, he'd uh, talk to Caleb Braxton about, uh, at the end of the day, he's going to be calling out Roman Reigns. So here we go on to the Survivor Series team of SmackDown. We've got to fill in one spot. And this is the fill spot. It's a four-way match. It is uh, Sheamus versus Jinder Mahal versus Cesaro versus Ricochet for the missing spot. Winner joins the team. This was an exciting match. Everything, this whole bunch of meat and bodies thrown around everywhere. Well, when it came down to it, Cesaro and Sheamus was in the ring. Where Ridge Holland, that's right, Ridge Holland, talking a bit game about uh, Sheamus being best friends, made his uh, a appearance distracting Cesaro, giving Sheamus the opportunity to, to uh, bro-kick him, to win the match, to go on to become a member of the uh, Team SmackDown in Survivor Series. And to celebrate is Rich Holland in the ring, giving all good old hugs. And to say that uh, they aren't tag team material. At the uh, backstage, they're uh, gonna leave for some pints. Enjoying some time together, I suppose. Next up, we got a very peculiar match. It's, uh, you know, uh, Naomi and Aaliyah versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Now, this is very strange because Shayna Baszler, uh, you know, uh, she's just fresh off of Nia Jax and, uh, you know, Natalia also just off of uh, Tamina. This time it's uh, Aaliyah. She's, she just, she's just wonderful. She's a spitfire in her ring. She's doing wonderful work. Uh, hopefully, C's goes far. Um, but this is a weird setup. This is a setup for something. This is an angry. This is a setup thing for Sonya Deville setting up something for the future. So uh, Naomi comes in. She helps out and quickly, um, with a quick count. You know, as soon as the very first uh, pin attempt, Naomi got pinned by uh, Natalia. With a lightning fast pin attempt, she got pinned by the crooked referee. But who hired her? Who knows? So after the match, it was Sonya Deville talking to Sami Zayn about a possible way that Sami Zayn could go on top again with a Royal Rumble match uh, that uh, would help Sami Zayn, where Sonya Deville is confronted by that very referee who called that last match. Sonya Deville calling her uh, a crooked referee and having no idea who she is or no acquaintances with her. So next up, we've got a, uh, a nice match. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus uh, Madcap Moss. Impromptu match, of course. Now, Jeff Hardy uh, bringing in uh, uh, Drew McIntyre. This was a very fun match. You know, uh, of course, uh, Happy Corbin wanted to interfere. But uh, we got ourselves a uh, Drew McIntyre who stopped him. And with a roll-up win, Jeff Hardy with a roll-up against Madcap. But that's okay. After the match was a little bit of redemption where they beat up Madcap and Happy Corbin, both uh, Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy as a team. Very good times. So next up, we've got an individual match. It is, uh, what is it? Um, um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs introducing versus uh, Los Lotharios, Angel Garza with Angel with uh, Humberto Carrillo at his corner. Now, Humberto tried to cheat late earlier on in the match, uh, just you know, get the advantage, but uh, Rick Boogs takes him out. Just uh, picks him up and slams him around, and uh, I guess the match was over then, because uh, Shinsuke Nakamura with the Shinsasa with the big win. 
you know, Los Letheros is a great tag team combo, but individually, I guess, they're not great. You know, tag teams are unstoppable for sure. You know, they've been around for a short period of time. But next up is the main event. Shotzi Blackheart versus, uh, um, what's her name, uh, Sasha Banks. Now, before the match, we got ourselves a Sonya Deville telling that, regardless, we are on the same team at the end of the day. Uh, Survivor Series, we got to be on the same page. Handshake after the match, if you will. But during the match was chaos. Shotzi Blackheart tried to break the arm of, uh, um, you know, uh, Sasha Banks. It was a hard-hitting match, a very great match. Uh, Shotzi giving it all she's got, but uh, ended up uh, Sasha Banks with the, you know, it, higher intelligence in the ring. She pulls out a uh, bank statement with the big victory. So they shook hands, you know, Sasha Banks and uh, Shotzi, but there was no uh, fun ending to this. Uh, they did shake hands, but uh, Sasha Banks just clobbered her at the end and seeing uh, Sonia at the top of the ring saying, yeah, we shook hands. That's what you asked for, right? No, let's see what's going to happen. Maybe this might be, uh, what's that? Smackdown's downfall in the Survivor Series. So next up, we've got ourselves Xavier Woods calling out Roman Reigns like he said he would. So Roman Reigns comes out and gets the uh, Usos out there as well. But Xavier wasn't alone. He brought out his man, uh, Big E Langston, who took out both, that's right, Usos. And then he, they both take out um, Roman Reigns, where both Xavier Woods and Big E stomp mud holes in Roman Reigns. Now, standing up tall is Xavier Woods and Big E Langston. Big E Langston, Survivor Series versus Roman Reigns, belt versus uh, champion versus champion, which should be really good. Next up, we go to the world of the NXT, the greatest wrestling of them all. And we start off the NXT with a fantastic match is Sam Gradwell, I'd say. Sam Gradwell, he is a new, new uh, like, uh, gatekeeper of NXT UK. If you can hang with Sam Gradwell, if you beat him, you're definitely UK material. If you can hang with him, you also could be UK. But if you can't, you know, that's the way to say. But now this is a kid who came off a big loss against Ilya Dragunov for the World Championship. But this one here was a basic match. Um, it, was a, it was a match well done. Now, if it wasn't for this, the, the strength of all the matches of the night, this could have been the match of the night. But the all matches were just fantastic in this day. But it was a kid with the big win. Big struggle was an armbar with a big victory. Uh, Sam Gradwell tried to smash out of it, but he kept it on. And uh, after the first smash, he didn't have anything left. AK with big victory. Next up, we have Nia Samuels versus uh, we have uh, Aaliyah James. Now, they had this weird interview yes, last week. Uh, I think Nia Samuels could be a lot better with uh, she should, as, as an interviewer, she should really study her, uh, um, you know subject make it about them and then talk about the, the her subject and then turn about Dunia, you know in a little bit but this match was really good uh, it showed a lot about Nia here touch making uh, um, Leah touch her head with her own foot you know think like glamazon move a lot of dirty wrestling um, a lot of good style and, and uh, personality with Leah or with uh, um, Nia 
But uh, when it came down to it, Aaliyah with a big victory, a small package victory over Nia. Nia's got a long way to go. But she's got a lot of growth, and NXT UK is letting her grow, which is great. So next up, we've got our third match, Saxon Huxley, the big Saxon Huxley. And uh, I'd say he's, uh, he could be the next uh, genius. Right now, he's like a barbarian. I'd say he's a booker. He's a learner. He's a smart guy. But right now, he's fighting uh, the very much smaller Kenny Williams, the bad guy. Um, it was a really, really good match. Uh, Saxon Huxley using his size difference as advantage. Um, you know, Kenny Williams had to use his mind and his superior way of cheating. So they ended up going outside the ring. You know, Kenny Williams uh, got Saxon Huxley out chasing him. And then uh, Saxon Huxley was used as a battering ram. That's right. Um, Kenny Williams used his head, Saxon's head, as a battering ram on the ring post, sliding back in for the uh, the bad luck finisher. And then Kenny Williams with the big finish. Big, big win. It was a great match. And then next up, we got ourselves a sighting. It's, uh, you know, Zaya Brookside, apparently. She's got something with, uh, I guess, the Sid Scala. She's late for a meeting. She Apparently, she's taking uh, this NXT uh, for granted. I think it's showing this, uh, how she's taking uh, her training everything for granted. Maybe there may be some discipline on uh, Zaya Brookside. Maybe it's non-story either. Next up, we got ourselves a uh, Mark Andrews backstage promo talking about stuff and then it's interfered inter interfered by uh the the ace the irish ace jordan devlin who had some words with uh you know mark andrews and this would be a great match i would love to see this uh the irish ace jordan devlin versus mark andrews as a one-on-one -on -one in the near future that would be a barn burner so moving on to our main event and our main event is Gallus, the Gallus Boys. Two of them, uh, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang with Joe Coffey at their side. Versus the uh, Brotherhood of uh, Teoman and Reho, Re Rohan Raja. Rohan Raja. Now this was a brawn versus intelligence. You know, uh, Mark and Joe Coffey brawn versus uh, the intelligence of Rohan and... Uh, Teoman. But it was a uh, outside interference. Nothing inside there, but they got distracted enough uh, where uh, Joe Coffey was was attacked and taken out. Where this gave the uh, Teoman the advantage, you know, psychological advantage, where she took full advantage in pinning Wolfgang. Now, who attacked Joe Coffey? Well, the same guys that would be helping Teoman and uh, Rohan. Yeah, um, Teoman and Rohan in attacking, that's right, Gallus all together. And that is Charlie Dempsey comes in. Comes in fast and hot with this one. Helping out the missing family member, the family. Um, Ro um, Teoman with Rohan and now, that's right, Charlie Dempsey, part of the team. I did not see that happening. It's a fantastic thing. Um... So Charlie Dempsey picking a path, and a wonderful path it is. So that's been this show. Next will be coming up shortly. But thank you for joining me to the end. I've been your critic, cynical host, Lip, a.k.a. Tessamega, signing off, saying see you next week.